The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson, I.J. Salveson. It's a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, being here with us on a beautiful day today. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that feel awesome out there? Sunshine, blue skies. Felt great. But you, like, have this sour look on your face. You're not satisfied. You expect more. So I have a foot disease, and I pretty much peeled my foot in half, the skin, and now I have a bloody stump of a foot. Check this out. No, I don't. No, just hold don't on. need to know your just, weird medical condition. I, I, I don't want to look, wanna look at. at your foot. Just take the sock off and look at the oh, right, right side of my foot. It is covered in you bad know, stuff. I got a nice pick six gift for you today. And I, if you keep this up, I'm going to hold on to it for another week. I, I, okay, now I'm stuck. Kevin, the IT guy, can you just grab my leg and pull it down? <laughs> this really hurts. Wait, just take the sock off quickly. It's gonna. It's really hurting. But no, like my like, as if you the, haven't already like traumatized let, intern Gabby enough with having to Gabby, be around you. you you're like taking it to Gabby another says level. Five here. words to me a day. It took me a beg and a plea just to get her to follow me on Instagram. She finally surrendered. Hey, but dude, like really, like the right half of my foot you on the right on the side air. is like in pain, and I just want you to inspect it for a little bit. If you don't do it, I'll make IT Kevin or intern Gabby do it, and they do not want they to do it. They won't do it. I'm in so much pain right now. They won't do it. And I'm talking about just sticking my leg up on this table. Oh, ow. Oh, I can't even. Oh. Will you just push me? All right, so. Just push me. Ow. Well, Ajay gets himself reoriented. Oh, dude, that hurts so badly. My foot is. So I've stuck like, I mean, I, I've done everything. I've slapped it. I, I stuck it on a uh, George Foreman grill and tried to burn it off. It's like it's not working. My foot. I'm gonna have to. Um, what's that word? Intern Gabby. What's that word when you try to, uh, you know, take the whole thing off? It's a uh, amputation. Yes, amputation. My foot. I'm thinking about it because I'm in that much pain. I can't even go to the gym anymore and walk like a normal man. I look like a like. A, the Affleck duck without a leg. It's bad. And I'm in a lot of pain and you don't care. I'm watching videos about koalas escaping the fires Oh, in dude, dude. Those make you cry. Don't watch those. Oh, my heck. I No, it was really cool because there was a firefighter that came up to him and gave him some of his water. And this little koala was... I've only cried twice in my life. Once, while watching the Muppet Christmas Carol, which means I cry at least once a year. And two, the koala bears. I have been... Oh, I just want to adopt a koala bear now. You kind of look like a koala bear. That was incredibly racist. Uh, try nothing to do with race. Yes, it does because they are from Asia. Had to do with size. Oh, you're talking about the ears, aren't you? You fetch. Listen, I uh, those koala bears. I want to adopt one. If there's one animal to adopt, I would I, I would adopt a koala bear or a panda bear. They just seem so smooth and innocent and sweet. They just want your bananas. That's all. They want your bananas. They want your leaves. They want your grass. They want your uh, legal marijuana. They want it all. And that's all they ask for. 
Dude, you. I mean, if that doesn't make you cry, you don't have a heart. Intern Gabby was looking at qual bears while we were doing some studying today because she finished her prep early. And she was shedding a couple tears. We'll get it's to pretty serious stuff. What's going on in Australia? Oh man, it's bad. In fact, uh, NBA Cares uh, has announced that uh, Joe Ingles and the rest of the Australian uh, professional basketball players from the NBA are going to donate seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Australia That's to amazing. help out with the situation there. That is, and you know, dude, think you... about this. It is eliminated species there. That fire alone has eliminated like species of animals there. It's How many huge. is killed? It's big it's amazing. Fire. Did you know Lord. that Utah is like has the what is it the fourth or the fifth largest population of Australians in the United States? Wait, say that again. Utah has like the fourth or the fifth largest population of Australians in the United States. So how much did it go States. down after Dante left? <laughs> is that bad to say? By two? I don't know. Thanks, Kevin. It guy. It's a serious thing. Uh, it's a sad thing. Uh, they got some rain the other day, which was a big relief. Yeah, that came out of nowhere too. From what it sounds like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, good for them. Uh, I, I just our thoughts and prayers are with them. That that's tough. Like you lose homes, families, whatever situation is over there, and yeah, that's that's not good. Did it just start because of the heat? What was it? I don't know actually. It, they well, they haven't had any rain in months in a while, a long, long time. Gosh, dang it, man! Certainly contributed. That sucks. I feel bad for them. Uh, Eric, we've got we've got a uh, pretty busy show today. We've got uh, game time with Gabby. Gabby, the interns in the house, mouse in the house. Uh, so we'll and it's and there's I think there's seven questions. Am I mic even on? Yes, dude. We have issues over here. Like did we just need. I'm not having issues. You're having issues. Maybe we just set this. So place. stop saying we. This studio is not on a fire we thing. This again. is an Aj thing. Maybe just start to show over and try again. Yeah, if we can eliminate the whole thing, that weird thing that happened with your feet, no, that would be great. Eric, too. forget that, that ever is happened. a serious issue. Okay, the fires in Australia and my feet are serious issues right now that you are not taking very seriously. Utah's favorite Australian Joe Ingles. He had a great game last night in New Orleans. Um, I thought he was very classy um, on a lot of levels. You know, that was maybe a little controversy with how that game ended. What did I uh, miss? Was it a Joe block doing? or was it a non-block with Ingram going to the basket? The NBA had their two-minute report, and they said that it was a foul. A foul should have been called on Ingram when he took it to the, the, the took it to the hole against Rudy Gobert in the closing closing seconds. What What did Joe do though? What did I but miss on that? What happened is all the Jazz players put t- uh, two fingers in the air like number two. Yeah, and they're all jumping up and down, and they're all celebrating, and they all run to the locker room all with two in the air. Except Joe. Joe stuck around. And then Joe went over and he talked to Derek Favors. He was there for the media. The rest of the jazz players, they were gone. They all had their two in the air and they're jumping up and down, hooting and hollering and celebrating. But Joe stuck around. Because he wanted to see, he wanted he talked to JJ Reddick. He went and talked to a Derek Favors. But he was like the lone jazz man. I don't know if that's I mean Look, when you get a big block like that and then they're going to make you review it or whatever, just get to the locker room. So I can understand why they went to the locker room immediately after the block. Well, the foul. By the way, it was a foul too. Let's let's be clear on that. <laughs> I know there's, there's there's controversy with it, but yeah, I, it, I mean, he got him on it, the it, arm. Ingram looks like he's got his arm around yeah. Gobert, but... He still hit him in the arm. Yeah. 
still a foul. But at the same time, the Utah Jazz, and you know this as well, that they've been on the opposite side of that <laughs> a lot. Oh, So yes. it's finally good to actually get one and go our way. Um, and come on. He wasn't going to make the free throws anyways. He was going to miss one of those two. Wouldn't have mattered. But what a game. I mean, oh, yeah. Back and forth. I'm still they not were comfortable taking it to Utah, and Utah these kept games answering. Are against under 500 teams, though. I mean, look, if Zion Williamson is playing, sure, yeah, it's going to be a good game. But why the heck are we struggling to beat, like, Chicago Bulls, Orlando Magic, New Orleans Pelicans? I mean, should be that. Shouldn't be that big of an issue. I don't know why we're struggling to put teams away. At the end of the day, they've won 11 of their last 12. And that's- yeah, but then you've also, yesterday you brought up a really good point that we have, what, Jazz have like seven straight games of playoff contenders with six of those being in the Western Conference. No, they have like a month of playoff contending teams. Okay, fine. Let's go 16 games versus playoff teams, and one of those is from the Eastern Conference in Miami. The rest of them are, I mean, San Antonio twice, Denver twice, Houston twice, Portland twice. And so, I mean... Great to beat the Pelicans, and it's good to have the winning streak, but when it comes to Western Conference contenders, they're going to show up, and they're going to come bust the door down, and they're going to show us how real playoff basketball is supposed to be played. Like, Houston's going to Houston's gonna light Utah up. I'm almost certain of it. I, I mean, I have been a little bit surprised that this Utah Jazz team, which was supposed to be this really good defensive team, is allowing so many points against uh, for the Pelicans. 126 points. But the yeah. Pelicans have been playing well lately. They got the the Bulls when they were playing kind of hot, uh, and uh, they were a really scrappy defensive team. So the Jazz are hit are getting teams' best shot. Uh, the Jazz, there are a team now where people want to play well against Utah because it means something if you can beat the Jazz. It well, does it? A team that's won eleven of their last twelve. Against that's, under 500 opponents. That's a game out of being number two Against in the West? Against under 500. Look, we got blown out by Philadelphia, uh, give me, Lakers, Toronto, Toronto Indianapolis. Uh, uh, give me a couple others, man. I think Houston lit us up too. Uh, we've, we've lost two quality playoff basketball teams by 15, 18, 23 points. So all of a sudden, we live in 11 to 12 games versus really garbage basketball teams that your basketball team from your ward could beat. And we, we all of a sudden are high and mighty because we're one game out of second with that. Give me a break. Yeah, but we're to some degree, to they are a different games, team man. now than they were then. What do you mean? Earlier in the year, the bench was non-existent. Earlier in the year? Dude, this was like a month ago. This is like maybe less than a month ago. It's true. December 1st, they got blown out by 20 at Toronto, followed by another loss. It wasn't a blowout, but it was another loss. It was at Philadelphia. Lost to Milwaukee, And they got blown out by Los Angeles. Those were three straight losses that were really bad. That was December 1st through the 4th. Um, But since then, they've only lost twice. Great. Give me the list of those games, though, each of them. All the games? Uh, give uh, give me no, the, the wins. victories. Give me the wins. Okay, Memphis under five hundred. Minnesota under five hundred. Golden State ditto. Orlando horrible. Atlanta garbage. Charlotte they don't even exist. Portland <clears throat> keep going. Clippers that's one. Detroit 
No. Chicago? No. Orlando? No. New Orleans? No. Holy cow. Well, that's great. I man, that's phenomenal. That's really good. We're beating we're beating up on the little brothers of the NBA. But when it comes to Joel Embiid's, Anthony Davis's, Yanni Antetokounmpo, we we don't hold a candle to them. And you're telling me that for a month straight, we got to go through death row and face some of the most elite Western Conference basketball teams, not once but twice. Wait, they don't hold a candle to Giannis Antetokounmpo. They beat Milwaukee earlier in the year, and then they lost in a very close game by only four points. That game, if I remember right, wasn't as close as the score said, though. I think they came back and rallied, I mean, late, late, late. But Milwaukee was in control for most of that game. And you still lost, by the way. It doesn't matter, man. You still lost. Because you know what? They're not going to go to the... the, um, In April, they're not going to look at it and say, Oh, you know what? Because you guys only lost by four to Milwaukee, hey, let's let's go ahead and give you a, from seventh to sixth spot. That just that's not how it works here in the NBA, man. No, you true. lose, you lose, and it actually adds up. And the fact that they have not, I want to know what their record is versus five hundred opponents. I don't know if it shows it on that chart, but I'd like to know what their record is versus five hundred opponents. Because I I would highly doubt it's that good. Coming up, the Jazz uh, host New York and Charlotte this week. Great. Tomorrow and on Friday. They head back out on the road to Washington, Brooklyn, back to New Orleans. That will be saucy. Then they come home against Sacramento and Indiana. Indiana's a good ball team, too. Then they go to Golden State, and then the death march begins. Because as we said this before, this is their run for the end of January through the end of February. A virtual gauntlet for the Utah Jazz. Dallas, Houston, at San Antonio, at Denver, at Portland, versus Denver, versus Portland, at Houston, at Dallas, versus Miami, versus San Antonio, versus Houston, versus Phoenix, versus Boston. There is, there are no breaks in that run. Maybe Phoenix, on the tail end of it. Yeah, if if you even want to consider. Okay, so right now, currently, the Jazz versus five hundred teams. <laughs> okay, here we'll run this route. Blow five, blow five hundred. They are sixteen and five. Versus five hundred and above, they are ten and seven. In games that are three points or less, they're five and one in. Games that are 10 points uh, or in double-digit figures. Oh, nope. Sorry, I looked at the wrong stat. That was the Clippers the whole time. Let's try that again. Mm, That's great. (laughs) You ready? Oh, now this makes more sense. Versus 500 below, 19 and 3. Versus 500 and above, they're 5 and 9. They're 8 and 6 in games that are decided by double digits. They're 4 and 3 in games decided by less than 3 points. Five and nine versus five hundred above. Yeah, that 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 smells contender like to me. Yes, they're going through a really soft schedule right now, but they're they are a different team now too than when they were playing those games, those tougher games earlier in the year. The the bench is better. They found themselves. They found confidence. 
Ball movement is back like we, we we're used to. The defense isn't quite as great. Their offensive efficiency is just nuts, crazy. They're the best three pointing shooting three point shooting team in the NBA. Yeah, Gobert's a beast. It's it's, it's extremely unfortunate he will not make the All Star team, but he has been unreal. You don't think he will? No. He's not making the All-Star team. Any type know. of play he's had the last two months? doesn't matter. He's not making the All-Star team. I'll tell you, uh, Jokic, Anthony Davis. Um, I think Carl Anthony Towns gets in ahead of him. I'm trying to think who's the other, the dude, third center that would be ahead of Rudy. You know what? I hate to tell you, but I think even Carl, I, I don't want it to happen, but I think even Cat Towns makes it. Do you know what really set you off, though, or what really set off a riot, pitchforks, fire sticks, and everything, is if JaVale McGee made it over Rudy Gobert? Uh, he won't. Dude, he plays for the best team in the league. If anything, Dwight Howard would get in ahead of him. That's another threat you got to worry about, actually. Like, that, I mean, because look, when you look at that top 10 front court, Rudy Gobert's name isn't on that list, Eric. I know it's a fan vote, but the fact that the fans don't even realize it, it's got to worry you a lot. Donovan Mitchell, now he'll probably make it. Actually, I'm certain he'll make it, to be honest with you. Uh, he doesn't start, but he's definitely reserved off the bench. Um, and Speaking of which, you see it, uh, Derek Rose entered into the uh, skills challenge. So they've they've got one uh, one member in the skills challenge. Uh, Zach Levine's been invited, of course, to the uh, dunk contest. I don't think Donovan Mitchell participates in that again. I don't, I don't think he'll do it. But... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking. I don't, just saw something just yesterday that was published on this about All Star Weekend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Actually, just within the last hour, um, Luka Doncic, Trey Young have been invited to compete in the three point contest. Other participants uh, have not yet been revealed. Um, but there, uh, there's talk that uh, Dwight Howard. Wants to participate in the slam dunk contest. He'll get in. Uh, Duncan Robinson from the Miami Heat. He's been rumored to participate in the three-point shootout. Some of the other people that have been rumored for the slam dunk contest, Derek Jones Jr. with the Miami Heat. Uh, as we mentioned, Dwight Howard, uh, John Morant with the Grizzlies, and Zach Levine, as you already said, with the Bulls. And he's won it before. Yeah, I I mean it'd be a good dunk. I I'd like Dwight Howard in it. I would like to see what he could do. I wish I wish Blake Griffin could be in it too. But uh, Blake Griffin, yeah, hasn't I, done hardly. He's been hasn't hardly played at all this year. Don't you remember when he jumped over the Kia car? Oh yes, he had some great dunks. I would love to see Blake Griffin versus Dwight Howard. We won't see it, but that'd be cool. We kind of like one of those classic throwbacks. I mean, he has that. Well, if you want classic throwbacks, let's get Vince Carter in there. Dude, that'd be great. But Vince can barely even, like, jump. He looks like you. <laughs> He's just that old. I, I, That would be great, though. And then, like, even have him, uh, you know, dressed up in the Toronto Raptors stuff. That was such cool days. I mean, I do, I, do you remember that? Do you remember oh, yeah. watching that dunk contest that day? That was amazing. Just set the freaking world on fire. If Twitter was alive that day, oh, it would have. It would have been trending. Vince Carter, Vince Carter, three sixty. Vince Carter, one eighty. Vince Carter, elbow through the rim. Vince Carter. I mean, it would have been unreal. 
I, dude, he set that, I mean, just the NBA on fire. What was that, 99? Or was that 2000? I can't remember. It's been so long ago. I want to say it was 2000. Uh, I would think it would have been probably 2000, but it's yeah. in that time. And you know what was sad about it, though? The, the I mean, the double-edged sword that it was is that, if I remember right, Jason Richardson had a hell of a dunk contest like the following year, but nobody cared because they're like, oh, we've already seen these before. And it was like, come on, man. Can we just replay Vince Carter again? That's what sucked about it. It, it was tough. I felt, I felt bad for everybody after that. I felt bad for everybody, the contestants at night, but especially the year after. It seems to go in waves like that. Yeah, it does. You'll have a, a, a competition here and there where it just is nuts, like Gordon and Levine a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. They just kept going back and forth. With each each time, raise the bar even higher. Uh, but then, like a year or two after that, it's pretty pedestrian. It's pretty boring. And then all of a sudden, you have somebody else that just shows up on the scene and grabs yeah. your attention. Donovan Mitchell, I thought, did a great job too. Was it two years ago that he was in it? Yeah, it was I thought year. he was phenomenal. I thought that was fun. You know, and it was a, it was a really close dunk contest too. Um, Speaking of Donovan Mitchell and All Star Weekend. Um, no, we don't know if he's going to be an all-star or not, but chew on this. In their this recent stretch of games here for the Utah Jazz, when they've won 11 of their last 12, this information courtesy of Sports Center, so that's a wide national audience that's going out to. Nadevin Mitchell has been on fire during that stretch, according to what they've put out there. 25.6 points a game, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, 52% field goal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Guys getting national attention. 500 teams. He's making highlight reels. Well, dude, when he's playing against guys like you and me, <laughs> it's easy to do. Now play against guys like Boston Celtics, Milwaukee, Lakers, and do that consistently for that, that month that you talk about that's coming up. And then we'll talk about it. Uh, in the game last night against New Orleans, um, we already talked about uh, Joe Ingles. I thought he, he's... So much better in the starting lineup, without question. He's just more yeah. involved. He's he's yeah more dialed in. Twenty two <clears throat> points for Joe. Uh, Rudy Gobert didn't score in double figures uh, for the first time in a little while, but another monster performance on the on the boards with nineteen rebounds, one assist. He didn't get credited with any blocks, though he should have for the end of the game. No, it was a foul. It was not called a foul, so therefore it does not go down as a I foul. I wouldn't credit the block either because I knew I missed the foul call. <laughs> but then uh, another solid performance off the bench by Jordan Clarkson. 16 points. Yeah. One rebound and an assist. And a block. He, Jordan Clarkson, I, I can't tell you enough how wrong I was. <laughs> I just thought, I just didn't think, I don't know how he would fit. And really, he actually hasn't been that bad defensively. He's no. been okay. Yeah. Better than what I expected. Maybe it's because I had such low expectations for him. But, man, it's, it's good to have scoring off the bench. You said it to me. I remember, you know, I was, I was complaining about the defensive, and you said it's not about defense with this guy coming on the team. It's about offense. It's about scoring, and that's what they need. And sure enough, that's what he's been doing. And it's it's, it's just kept it's kept the game within reach for the Jazz, where the Jazz don't have to worry about going, you know, taking their starters off the court, losing a 15-point lead, and then having to regain it again. With Jordan Clarkson, you almost sustain that same rhythm. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers, but with him on the court, I believe the if the Jazz have a lead, um, they either if they lose if they lose any advantage of the lead, it's only by like two or three points. If they gain in the part of the lead, it's like by plus five in the last eight games. It's incredible right now what he's doing against 
teams below. Against teams that are garbage, yeah. <laughs> now let's see if he can do it I against Tess. Waiting Travis. for you to say it, and you didn't, Seth. But you know what? Uh, besides what he was doing off the bench, I already mentioned uh, Donovan. He had another solid game. Rudy had a monster performance. Joe did very, very well. How about Boyan Bogdanovich, though? Dude, 35 and four zeros. <laughs> By the way, the stat that blew my mind is in regards to that as well. Uh oh. I think we're going to agree on that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty ah, mind-blowing, yeah. though. It is yeah, pretty it mind-blowing. Is. Dude, 35 points and nothing else. People are like, where's the team player? I'm like, all offense job, for man. Bogey. It's not his job. Not uh, his job. Derek Favors. You know what? He, he As a fan of the Utah Jazz, you gonna, I kind of miss not having uh, Derek Favors. I miss him, period. In the, in the mix. I freaking he, he miss He looks like guy. he's happy. And I'm happy for him. Does he look like he's happy? I can't tell. You know, I because I, I really wanted to feel bad for him as a Jazz running off the court celebrating, and he just stood there. I, <laughs> I didn't like, feel oh. bad about that. He's standing there, and hey, all his former teammates are running by him <laughs> with the number two in the air, <laughs> kind of rubbing it in their faces. <laughs> oh, I feel and bad. And he's just standing there like, huh, well, see you guys. I remember that day. <laughs> I remember having fun with you guys. <laughs> like kids going to play on the monkey bars and they leave you on the swing set. That happened to me all the time. They pushed me really high on the swing, but I couldn't get down forever because I had to finish swinging and they just go run off and go do their <laughs> They're own off thing. doing something else. I, I was the Derek Favors of that group all the time. Ten boards, nine points, three blocks. Was that Favors? Favors? Holy crap. But the yeah. Jazz really had a hard time stopping Ingram. He's a special player. Yeah, he's a good ball player. I don't know why they couldn't make anything of him when he was in L.A. Maybe he's I, a modern day Lamar Odom. Yeah, just the That's way that's a great way to put his it. Build the way that he moves, where he can handle the ball, and that kind of player has always been difficult for the Jazz. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we got to take a break. We got to get to uh, high school basketball here coming up. Uh, John Newbold at four thirty. Dave Simmons at four forty-five. We get you ready for Region Eleven basketball play, and then game time with Gabby. Gabby's favorite segment of the day. You know, I asked her, um, Gabby, the intern, I uh, asked her, so, like, when you go home, like, after you leave the place, do you listen to her so? She said, yeah. And I was like, why? She says, I just think you're hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you. I just, I, I mean, you can't tell because of my what skin did, color, but I was What did you pay her to, to say that? I didn't pay her nothing. <laughs> I just, I just was stunned that she even That's talked. That's good. She does talk. She gets like five words out. You can get five words out. She, Look, I made two big achievements today. One, I uh, I was able to get up this morning and walk despite my near amputated foot. And two, <laughs> two, Eric, I was able to have a full-on conversation with Gabby and then get her to follow me on social media. And if you look at her social media, it is hard to get her to follow people. But I was one of the very special ones. And I am appreciative to Gabby and group. No, we appreciate the the work she does behind the scenes. She too. does. Well, actually, a lot of good work. She makes a lot of really research, good. But she really, really, really good in her job. So we'll hear from, uh, we'll do some game time with Gabby coming up. We'll also hear from John Newbold and uh, Dave Simmons. Region 11 basketball is getting started this week. So what are these teams, what do they look like? What have they done so far? Hey, what's my pick six gift, too? What does uh, region play look like? Oh, don't, it's over here. Don't get down. Get off the table. Ajay, get down. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
go home. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. What are you laughing at? Uh, there must be a um, tropical depression somewhere because we haven't connected with the hurricane just yet. Oh, dude. Okay, you are really stretching with those. You are really stretching with that stuff. So, by the way, you won pick six this week. Yes. Oh, what did you get me? Oh. Ow. What is it? Ah. Some okay. big league chew. Some big league chew. So, when I was young and I was innocent and naive, I used to chew this like, you know, tobacco. Because that's what the big that's what that's what the big players With the did. Big Chipper Jones. Yeah, they always stuck it in their. Crawl. You want some gum? <laughs> okay. When I off, I don't offer people a lot of things in my life. Okay. Sometimes comfort. Okay. <laughs> uh, sometimes you know socks. Uh, and sometimes maybe a smile here and there. And I can just tell by the because you have been you've yawned four times during our break, and I feel like some big league chew. Will get you back to the superstar you want to be. I mean, no thing. This is nap time. <laughs> what are you? It's four thirty in the <laughs> evening. I know it's been a long day. Oh, oh what, what, what? Yeah, G- Gabby, the intern, joins us here on the full court press. Gabby, tell us about your day. Why was it long? I don't know. I just had to go to school. That's just not. That's School's no long. It's a long day. Yeah. Yeah. School's How, hard. It is hard. How was recess? <sighs> I don't get that. Anymore. Well, did you go like, I mean, did you go, I mean, what'd you do for lunch? Do you, do they still serve good lunches still at school? Not really. No, <laughs> okay, not, easy. Not my my not mom's the fan. cook over there. Oh, yeah? No. Yeah, don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> she well, can see through you. <laughs> I just want to know. I mean, she's been yawning a lot today. I mean, look, I, I got up, you got up early today, Eric. I, still, I mean, I don't know why you're so tired, but uh, I just I thought I'd I'm pretty sure she got up, got up before any one of us. Whoa, what time did you get up? Oh, like 6.30. Oh my gosh, why? I have to go to school. What time does school start? Eight. You need 90? Well, hey, hang on. Okay. I have a 15-minute drive. 15-minute drive? And I have to drop my brother off at school. Where's your brother go to school at? Spring Creek. Ah, yes. Dude, I used to go to Spring Creek. I went to Spring Creek. Those were the glory days. Okay, what you call it? We used to play butt ball. You don't know what butt ball is? Okay, no. so you oh, throw the tennis ball hours. Yes. at the wall, and if you, if Just you outside? drop it or mishandle the ball as it comes off the wall, you have to stand against the wall, face the wall, and uh, there's three people who get to throw a tennis ball at you and peg you. What? It's, uh, you get your friends to do it, you will become addicted to that game. Mm, I think I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> It'll be better than insta-snapping <laughs> with all you'll your friends. You'll be a hero. Mm, I'm sure. Okay, well. Hey, so let's, uh, while we wait to connect with Hurricane John Newbold, Let's do game time with Gabby. This gum is phenomenal. Are you sure you want any, Gabby? It's been a little while since we've done game time with Gabby. Oh, my gosh. It's good. Yeah. So we've got the holidays and So Christmas she break. asked me how many questions she, was gonna, she should Different do. I said seven so we could do a best of seven. Like a best of seven. You know, NBA finals sort of tournament style. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. I don't need to hear you chewing your gum, though. All right. There you go. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Who wants to be... Do you want headphones? Okay. Oh, yeah. Listen to this music. It will get you fired up. It will get you fired up to do these questions. Bingo. So Gabby has been doing her research. Yeah. 
Yep. Seven questions. Yep. Invite you to play along at home as well. All right. Let's hear it. I'm excited for this week. Me too. Got some weird questions. Yes, I like weird. Okay, ready? We are ready. Okay. (laughs) Who is the only coach to win both a Super Bowl and a Rose Bowl? Oh! Uh, Pete Carroll? No. Ooh. Who's the only coach to win a Super Bowl? Pete Carroll never won the Rose Bowl? Uh, Super Bowl and a Rose Bowl. Is it uh, Jim Harbaugh? No. John Harbaugh? No. I don't know who. <laughs> oh, That's a yeah, really good Gabby? question. I like this. The Super who Bowl was really. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Walsh. No. The old 49ers coach. Bill Walsh? Yeah. He never coached in the Pac 12, Pac 10. He could have been in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. That's right. It could be a Big Ten coach. It could have been a Big Ten coach. Wait, wait, can you... But he uh, wasn't there either. Well, that's a really good that's question. That's a great question, Gabby. Who is it? Dick Vermeule. Oh! oh Dick Vermeule. Wait, where was he at where college, was he though? Back? Yeah. Where was he at college? I'm Googling this guy. Dick Vermeule, huh? Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Good. Good one. Okay, what's our next one? All right. After retiring as a player, what team did Babe Ruth spend one year coaching? Babe Ruth coached? <laughs> yes! I didn't know this was true. I didn't know Babe Ruth coached. Um, The Red Sox. Nope. Wasn't the Yankees. Was it the Brewers? Mm-mm. Holy cow, she's getting good. We got the answer to your previous one. Who is it? Dick Vermeil coached at UCLA and the Boston Braves. What? Thank you, Greg. Texting that in. UCLA, huh? Bruins. Okay. I don't um, know about uh, Babe Ruth, though. I didn't know he was. He did any coaching. Me neither. Um, not the Mets. Give me one more. Get Pirates. Nope. Who was it? I- Brooklyn Dodgers. What? Oh, Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Hey. Question number three. Okay. Question number three. Which type of ball was played, was basketball played with before, like up until 1929? Like what ball? Because it was not Okay, wait, wait, wait. Ask that again. Hey, what type of ball was basketball played with up until 1929? Because it was not a basketball. It was invented until 1929. Okay, so the question, Eric, is what type Sorry, of... Sorry, I had to answer the phone. No, it's all right. The question was, what type of basketball... What type of ball? What type of ball was played with before 1929 to play the game of basketball? Was it a peach ball? No, they were... That? Well, they started out shooting in peach baskets. Yeah, peach baskets. That's what it was. Um, A football. No. Rugby ball. No. A volleyball? Nope. Soccer ball. Soccer ball. Oh. <laughs> yep. It was their basketball was played with the soccer ball for 38 years. Wow. Crazy. Really? Yep. That is crazy. Pretty crazy. Dude, she's kicking our bus. I know. We're not doing that great. Ask for next week, man. She's kicking it. Okay. Fourth question. Okay. 
1994, there was no baseball words. World Series. Why was that? There was a strike. Yep. You know why? Uh, labor? Salary cap. Yeah. If yeah. I remember right, yeah. yeah. Braves would have won it that year, too. They were the best team in the dang league. I'm still bitter about that <laughs> as a Braves <laughs> fan, a by the way. I'm there. still angry. Hey. Fifth question. It's a local question. Oh, good. Hey, so who is the shortest person currently playing on the Utah State basketball team? Ooh. The shortest the person. Shortest. And it's not Abel. Uh, it's not? Think about that again. It's not Abel Porter. I, I know. I'm going to say it is Abel Porter. He's 6'3". Yep, it's not Abel. The shortest Who's person. shorter that, than Abel? That's what I had, but... Is it is it Bischoff? I had Abel Porter. Oh, Abel Porter is that's the shortest. What, that's what I, yeah, that's what I. Oh, had. he is the shortest. Okay, that's what I got. But. Okay. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. Okay, no, so it is Abel Porter. He is the shortest of six three. Yeah. Wow, and he's not even really that. He's short. not that small. No. No. But guess how tall the tallest person is? Seven two. It's Cuba. Yeah. My man. That's crazy. That's over. A six foot, two to or seven three. A foot. Have you ever seen those two stand next to each other? Oh no. my gosh, it's a sight to behold. That's ridiculous. I'll have to tell you a story about me and Thrill Bailey meeting for the first time. And when we went to hug, I grabbed his butt because I was so short yeah. and I didn't even notice. <laughs> it was awkward. That's a problem. That would be yeah. a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's my fault. Awkward. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Okay, sixth question. The next two questions are quotes. Okay. Ooh. So who said this quote? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Ooh, uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Scott. Nope. Oh, uh, no, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. He did? Yes. A little slow there, but I, I got it. I didn't know that was him. I thought it was Michael Jordan, actually. I really did. Oh, okay. Okay. Last one. So it's another quote. So nothing is given. Everything is earned. Michael Jordan. No. Wow, I really thought that was Michael Jordan, too. Nothing is given. Everything is earned. Uh, Red Arbach. Nope. Uh, was it John Wooden? No. Was it a hockey player? Mm-mm. Basketball. It was a basketball player. Michael... Larry Bird? No. Magic Johnson? Nope. <laughs> Pat Riley? No. Phil Johnson? Yeah, it was Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. No. <laughs> you say <Did> Phil Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> you just, just pulled that out. <laughs> Who was it? LeBron James. Oh, oh, I bet he stole it. As possible. That's what I had as an answer. That's Gabby, good. you owned us. I Okay, Those tomorrow, are good. I will get you a treat tomorrow. You got a treat for stumping us. Oh, those were good. I like those questions. That was a good one. Those were those really were good. Those were great. A little local, a little national, a little historical. Those were awesome. Gabby the intern, everybody. Good stuff. Gabby, it's time to go home and take your nap. Oh, yay. I'm excited. I'm waiting all day for it. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get some rest for school tomorrow. I will. Kay? Thanks. Yep. And uh, we'll probably talk to you tomorrow, I guess. Actually, no, we won't, but we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to her tomorrow. Really? Maybe not like, on air. But yeah, we'll not talk. on air, but we'll, yeah. All right, Gabby. You might decide you. to ignore yep, thank her. Thank you, guys. Back. All right, everybody. We're going to take a break. Coming back, it's Thanks, John Newbold. Scad the voice play-by-play of the Scabby Bobcats will be joining us on the Full Court Press. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Eric Franson, and Andre Salveson. That was a really good game time with Gabby. Dude, she's getting good at that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, Earlier today, she came up and uh, she was quizzing me like, what can I do? What can I do to help you today? So we're talking about a couple different things. And I said, oh, yeah, we got to do game time with Gabby. It's like, okay, do you want it to be like uh, current stuff, local stuff? And I said, you know what? This is your segment. It's your call. Yeah, she asked me. She goes, like, how, what kind of questions? And I'm like, you pick the questions. It's our job to answer them. Yeah. You What's tell us what to answer. Taking ownership. I like it. That's what we it's want. Spicy McGriddle. What? Yeah, it was just it was the segment. It was a spicy McGriddle. Is that an off-menu item at McDonald's? So you have to kind of ask for it. You have to request it. Instead of getting just a regular, you know, the crappy sausage they give you, you get a spicy McChicken patty and put it on the McGriddle. So Hurricane John Newbold now joins us. I don't know where to go, where you're going with that. Skyview Boys basketball team, number one in RPI rankings in the state. And uh, picked up another victory last night that you heard right here on the fan. And uh, Hurricane John Newbold, this is a team that won the state championship a year ago. Does this look like a team that can repeat? Is there the number one team in the state right now? Well, they're starting to to look like it. They did in the, the second half last night against Morgan, at least midway through the third quarter, then the Bobcats looked like they're a team that could repeat as the 4A champs. But the first couple of quarters, I, I wouldn't say they did. They, they are a little bit sluggish in some of their starts. That's one of the things Coach Hilliard talked about in the post game is that they just need to clean that up and get off to a better start. And obviously with region play starting up and a big one, uh, this Friday against the Bears of Bear River, that's what they're going to have to do is get off to a better start. But that's been kind of a problem for the Bobcats in a couple of their games. They get off to slow starts, and it takes them a little bit before they, they get going. And, you know, at the start of the season, the first couple of games, you, you could kind of be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, they've got some new guys. They're trying to figure out what their team's all about. and And maybe that's kind of, what's still happening but last night when they took it to Morgan in the third quarter they really notched it down on the defensive end and got things rolling certainly we're all familiar with Mason Falslove an incredible athlete mm-hmm. I mean what he did a year ago in, in basketball we all saw what he did in football this past year we were debating if there's anybody that should be considered higher than him if we were to classify the top high school athletes ever to come out of this uh, valley. He's certainly got to be in the discussion. Besides Mason Falslove, though, what does the rest of this uh, this roster look like for Skyview? Well, of course, the next place you would look would be Sam Phipps. He was the MVP of that 4A state tournament last year, and a big reason why they, they won that state championship against the, the Bear River Bears. Everyone, like you say, will look at Mason, but Sam had a big role in that game with his blocked shots and just the way he altered shots at six foot seven. Uh, he, he's a big part of it. He's averaging nearly a double double, just like Mason. They're only a couple rebounds off. Mason's averaging around nine rebounds a game and Sam's around eight. But after those two, then you look at uh, six foot seven Bracken Schumann and he, he wasn't a big part last year, but he's stepped into the role big time now as he's, kind of like got his uh, confidence up because he played defensive line on the state championship football team. And that's really helped him out in basketball. And 
he's a force that you can't really push around down low. And so Skyview definitely has a height advantage with those two players at six foot seven with Bracken and Sam. And then you go to the guards, you've got Caden Penrose, Titan Saxton, and Tatum Mill um, are guys that all all start and all are big contributors as far as like defensive things go. Last night, though, Tatum Mill, he, he exploded with six three-point shots made and had a, a career high or a season high for sure uh, with 20-plus points in that game last night. So he's a guy that, that that stepped up last night, and that's what the Bobcats need. They need someone outside of, for sure, Sam and Mason and Bracken if you can get anything scoring-wise out of Caden Penrose or Titan Saxon or Tatum Neal, Skyview is hard to stop. How much does Skyview miss the board brothers, or at least one of them? Well, I think at the start of the season, AJ, they, they did miss Cade because they, they needed that other scoring threat other than Mason and Sam. And in my opinion, that's kind of what's been missing. But, uh, yeah, I think that that, that does kind of and just with the rotation too I think it just kind of messed with it a little bit and the way the schedule has gone and the way that they had to change their schedule up with a couple of games with the Madison game it was supposed to be in the spectrum and they had to move it to Rexburg and the the Morgan game was supposed to be right after Thanksgiving and that game got moved because of because of weather and just the way the the breaks in school have gone they haven't had a lot of practices together. They've had a lot of walkthroughs, the the Bobcats, but Coach Hilliard, I know he he's ready to just get into that normal routine of having, you know, a game on Wednesday and a game on Friday with with region and, and then having the practice schedule go. But I think having DeBoard gone at the start of the season, I think it was just a mixture of guys trying to figure out where they belonged on the team. This is uh Obviously, you've been following just exclusively Skyview and perhaps haven't had a chance to scout too many of the other teams just yet. But this Bear River team uh, is had a great year last year. They're off to a pretty good start again this year. And it's uh, fitting to get Region 11 started in a big way to have Skyview and Bear River face each other in the region opener. Uh, what do you see in that game that's going to play out on Friday night? Well... I, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a fantastic game. I, I think Bear River, and this is just me, of course, but I think they're a little bit of a surprise. Not that they didn't have scores before because Huber's still there and Fonsbeck's still there. But, I mean, it's a little bit of a surprise just the fact that, that they've started off so hot, in my opinion. I, I think that they're playing at a high level, and Coach Hilliard, you know, he feels, and I, I'm sure that it's – no surprise, but a team that just won the state championship, they're going to have a target on their back go, coming into region, even though they were the fourth-place team out of region uh, last year. They're going to be the team to beat, and I think Bear River, the Skyview's beaten Bear River the last three times that they've faced them. I think Huber and uh, Fonsbeck, Litchford, those guys, they're going to be ready for the Bobcats, and it should be a good one for sure, but uh, you know, the when they get off, I mean, you're talking about the two of the top scorers in the region, too, with the, with Huber and Falsluff. Well, John, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate your time. Uh, big one on uh, Friday night. Hey, if fans want to be able to listen to your game, tell us how they can tune into what radio dial. 
Well, you can always tune in right here on 1390 AM and 106.9 FM, uh, The Fan. All right, hey, John, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, okay, we'll see you. Bye. All right, thanks, John. Uh, yeah, we are the home. This uh, The Fan is the home of the Skyview Bobcats. We'll continue over the next couple of days to catch up with the other play-by-play announcers for the other schools. We'll hear from Dave Simmons, who calls the action for Ridgeline, coming up here in just a little bit. Um, but a uh, short break. We're going to tease what's coming up next hour here on the Full Court Press. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, you're on the fan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Appreciate John Newbold for hanging out with us for a little bit to preview the Skyview Bobcats. Off to a good start. Hey, J.C. Carroll is going to reportedly call it a career after the season is over for uh, his uh, Spain, is that right? Or Real Madrid? Real Madrid. Madrid. Uh, He's had a tremendous tremendous professional career. Uh, And and that's what I want to talk about for just a bit here is because of the first hour. J.C. Carroll is one of the greatest players to come out of Utah State University in any sport, Eric. And I'm talking any sport. What he did, I mean, even in his freshman year, what he did, and, and at times even carrying the basketball team, being a freshman leading, leading this team, guys like Spencer Nielsen, Nate Harris, Tyler Newbold, Ty Wesley. Ty Wesley, come on, a freshman doing that? And he gained and garnered the respect from his coaches and players to be able to have that opportunity. Boy, he made the most of it. One of the greatest to ever play at Utah State. Happy for him. And he's had a very successful career in Europe. He's won multiple championships at the highest level over there. Oh. Very well respected. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really thought very thought of very well in the, in circles there. Uh, he's been great for the, the communities that he's been a part of. Um, and, uh, yeah, news today that he is uh, informed – uh, Real Madrid that he intends to retire at the end of the season. So will he move back to Wellsville? He's sure got a big fancy house to, <laughs> that he just built. In case he's looking for a place to live, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think he'll be okay. Yeah. All right, coming up next hour here on the Full, uh, full Court Press, we'll get into a stat that blew our mind, or player of the week. We'll also preview the Ridgeline Riverhawks, some news about stealing signs in baseball, and getting you in the know for the Air Force Falcons. Utah State playing Air I'm Force Dan tonight. Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Tua Tungabailoa declared himself eligible for the NFL draft yesterday, beginning what should be a very interesting spring. The Alabama quarterback is recovering from a dislocated hip. No one knows if he'll be ready to play next season, and even if he does, Tua's history of injuries is concerning. But if you're going to be reading a mock draft this week, don't be surprised if Tua's name is still in the first round. He's been incredibly productive in his college career. His style is electrifying. He doesn't run much, but he has a unique ability to move around in the pocket and make plays. Ten years ago, he may have been considered too short. No longer. Tua's skill set seems to fit today's NFL quite well. Now teams have to make a tough decision. Can they afford to pass on him and watch other teams maybe get a huge bargain? Whatever happens, Tua is going to get a lot of attention in the coming months as he prepares for what he hopes is a long, healthy, successful NFL career. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.